All right, so once again, we are at DeSales University in the WDSR studio, and Music Fest is approaching at uh, for Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I, yeah, you know, I lived in Bethlehem for like four years. You'd think I'd learn how to spit. Um, spit, yeah. <laughs> Stay and neuter your intros. I knew as soon as I said it, you were going to catch me on it. Grammar Nazi. Uh, but anyway, uh, as I said, Music Fest is quickly approaching. We didn't get to go to it last year, but this year, uh, Adam and I are going to be covering a bunch of concerts and comedy shows and stuff like that. But on the note of comedy shows, uh, I guess you can kind of say she is the, the, I don't want to say the warm up act because that doesn't really live up to potential. Uh, but she is the pre-show for Music Fest and she is happening. The kickoff. That's the better word. Okay. Uh, but she is going to be performing at Steel Stacks on Thursday, which means by the time you listen to this, you missed it, <laughs> uh, unfortunately. But we've been promoting the hell out of it for the past two weeks, so you should have been there to lend your support. Please welcome to the podcast, comedian Liz Russo. Hi. Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's me, Liz Russo. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> We'd ask you how the show went, but you don't know yet. I don't know no. yet. Yeah. I imagine it will be awesome. Yeah. Have you done? It usually is. Have I've you done, done Steel Stacks before? I have done Steel okay. Stacks before. Um, I headlined around sometime around the same time last year. Okay. And uh, have done other smaller shows there. And also in the other room, um, I opened for uh, Jim Florentine, who's a, a friend of mine as well. So. Which room are you in? I will be or... in the actual Frank Banco okay. Alehouse. Yeah, that's the one. That yeah. I haven't been there yet in that room. but um... Have you ever seen a movie in there? No, but no. I, I've walked by it. So it's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> close enough. They yeah. have great films there too, which is really neat. But it, it's it's definitely different doing stand up comedy in a, a movie theater. It it's a little bit like giving a lecture at college because <laughs> it has that stadium seating and it, you know. You're... Well, I mean, it would almost be, I guess, kind of similar to performing at like Tower Theater or State Theater in Easton, and I mean, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? Kind of. Except kind of the you have same a big movie screen behind State it. State Theater is probably too. bigger, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, it's definitely bigger, but um, and it's cool because people can still buy, you know, beer and snacks and sit there and watch you, and they get really, really comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. can be good or bad. Yeah, we have a theater like that, probably closer to you, Adam, I think, than me. But uh, Collegeville's uh, Movie Tavern, where you get dinner mm, and drinks. No, that's closer to you. Is it really? Yeah, no. it's like an hour from here. All I remember is somebody getting bored at Les Miserables. <laughs> Imagine Did that. you see it? Uh, no, the film, no. Good call. <laughs> Broadway, yes. <laughs> well. Someone who uh, went to see it just because of Anne Hathaway. I continue to say it was false advertising because she died in the first five minutes. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> Whatever. You still had two hours and like 30 minutes to wait before she <laughs> came back. But she did come back. Anyway. Anyway. Off of Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> and your Anne Hathaway fetish <laughs> it's not a it's not a fetish <laughs> it's not a fetish. <laughs> although if i have to say it's not a fetish probably it's a fetish be. yeah usually it's how fascination yeah uh, uh crush, crush. Uh, close enough sure right. yeah that works harmless <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> and you're you're also let's get back to oh action. yeah back to me <laughs> uh you're also going to be in easton is that if easton so will this will be, be up monday is that are we going to miss that too yes okay it will be uh saturday so thursday uh of last week, I will have headlined <laughs> Steel Stacks all in the past tense. This is always good for a comedy. 
when selling tickets. But it's like you're talking in the future because it hasn't it, happened yet. As oh, of it's now. so weird. <laughs> We're in the future. A number of different shows before. This is like an out-of-body experience. <laughs> I am time traveling. Exactly. We'll keep promoting What? But, but the Easton show is really cool. Uh, we do it every year. And uh, the mayor of Easton, Sal Panto, asks me personally to, to put it together. And I produce the show. And... Um, and usually just host it. And then I have uh, headline comics that come down. And it's a free show for the city of Easton and anybody who wants to who wants to come out. And it's in the uh, Riverside Amphitheater. So it's outside. It's really cool. How long have they been doing that? Uh, this is our fourth year. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. It's supposed to be good weather, too. Uh, I'll tell you. I, I get really paranoid about the rain. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> I've been doing no rain dances. The opposite of, you know, every so day. So what hasn't happened yet? <laughs> well, I'll be at the <laughs> Laugh Your Asheville Off Comedy Festival. Yeah, we did talk about that last week. So that's uh, I assume that's in Asheville. It is in Asheville, North <laughs> Carolina. My parents live there, so it's also a good double duty. I can spend some time with mom and dad and then do comedy to keep me sane. Are you from there? No. Oh, I so grew up a... in Easton, but they retired and, and moved <laughs> down that way. So Somewhere warmer. Yeah, 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 they really like it. And the festival is great. It's non-competitive, and it's just, it's really, it's a really cool festival to showcase in. And I'll be at the um, Out of Bounds Comedy Festival in Austin, Texas, which is far, far away. <laughs> what else is local? This is like the only local week I've had in a really long Crap. time. Yeah. Like, time. I'm not usually local. I mean, it's cool because, you know, I grew up in uh, in Easton, so I like to do as, as many, you know, local things as possible. So, But that's good for you that you're out traveling. Oh, yeah. You're not, yeah. not I don't want to say stuck here, but. I would say, like, I'm a national comedian. I just work, uh, you know, I well, just live locally. Yeah, you've done Helium a few times. We talked about that, yeah. too, last week. How do you like that? Because we've had like a helium. few people, I think, what, right before they were going to Helium? Well, Greg Proops, when we spoke to him, was right before Helium. Yeah. I went to his show afterwards. And... Unfortunately, I've only done some amateur things at Helium, not any paid uh, feature okay. shows you there. For, is that where you opened for Gilbert Gottfried? No, that was, oh, that, was um, that was down the shore, down the Jersey Shore at a place. Oh, okay. Well, I don't work there anymore, <laughs> so I don't want to give them any <laughs> That's fine. Any credit That's whatsoever. Fine, yeah. <laughs> that was a little... Yeah, that's interesting. But anyway, we'll just call it Comedy Club. <laughs> Why well, I don't work there anymore? But <laughs> Comedy Club A. Yeah, uh, and you were just at Parks too, weren't you? Down in Philly, Parks Casino. I've yeah. been there a couple of times. Um, that's a really good show to do. It's a Wednesday, so it's really fun. Were you there with uh, Joe Conklin? Yes. Okay. It's his. Yeah, it's his show it's his every Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah. He does parks. Yeah. So, so that's cool. We tried getting him on before. And- Kind of flaked on us, but really? anyway, yeah. I'll talk. So. It was it was scheduling. <laughs> it wasn't anything he did intentionally, but yeah. Is is you said it was Wednesday, so it's good. Is there is Wednesday yeah. like a really good comedy night? Usually, well, I would think like weekends are. Yeah, weekends I'm usually booked. You know, a lot in advance, and okay. uh, you know, Fridays and Saturdays I try to fill those as often as possible, as quickly as possible mm-hmm. as I go down. So Wednesdays are great because I don't have a day job. Comedy is my <laughs> full-time job. So a paid Wednesday is, is it's sweet. It's a good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good day. Midweek, you know. <laughs> and it's close, which is great, too. Yeah. It's actually right next to my rehab. So that's fun. I, I <laughs> <laughs> that's a smooth transition oh, right yeah. into rehab. Yeah, because, well, you know. Well, yeah, you, you are good. a recovering alcoholic, correct? I, I am. 
Yeah. How long now? Four and a half years. Wow. Congratulations. Just, just over. Thank you. Obviously. I went to Live and Grin and Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. So Parks Casino is also in Ben Salem. That's got to be tough, though, performing clubs and casinos. Is it? Is it? It you, can be. It okay. was early on in my recovery. I had to give myself a little bit of a break. But so, now it's kind of easier. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing comedy for about 15 years since I graduated college. And uh, both drinking and non-drinking non-drinking then drinking then not drinking again pretty mm-hmm. much over the 15 <laughs> years uh so you know as once my sobriety was strong i could get back in the game but you know it's you kind of have to build up from from scratch again once you're you know yeah and i mean on your youtube page people can can see some of what you have to offer and we talked about that last week um yeah, but it's cool it's that tough you can to get a good video i i almost don't want people to watch <laughs> my videos because i'm like come out and see a show yeah, yeah you know like i don't want it and it's not just seeing the jokes in advance it's just they don't know the vibe of what the audience was that night right. and that's such an important aspect of, yeah. of and, live I know comedy there's a lot of there's a lot of comedians that really are against people with phones at comedy clubs because they'll be working on new material and it ends up on youtube before they even have the chance to put it into a show that they're yeah. gonna you know that they're going to put up. Yeah, sometime. definitely. So. When when you're a famous comic, that I'm sure is a concern. <laughs> <laughs> I would think it would be with any comic, though. Not really. No, no. Not. I mean, I don't really have all that notori- notoriety. So it's you know, when someone films me, I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, yeah. it might resurface later when I'm rich and famous, whenever that will be. But you know, for now, it's not really. It doesn't really do much. Yeah. But it's good because it means people are paying attention at least. It's true. They're watching and they're not playing Candy Crush, so that's always a good thing. Well, you never know with the phone up. You never know what they're... I could play, it could be a picture-in-picture picture phone where I, they're playing Candy Crush and yeah, video. Exactly. I was going to say, I can wow. definitely play Candy Crush while I'm on the phone, so I don't know if you can take a video and do it. I'm sure yeah, you probably can. Probably. That's <laughs> what they'll do next. Use my tablet. We're not multitasking enough in this world. We have to... <laughs> while driving. Do it yeah. while driving. <laughs> yeah. Eating. <laughs> <laughs> well, and... It, what I was saying before is that's kind of cool in a sense that you can still keep it humorous, even with like something as serious as alcoholism. Yeah, absolutely. Kinda... And, you know, I just worked uh, this past weekend. <laughs> I just came back. It was a 19 hour drive back. Yeah, from that's right. Minnesota. Minnesota. And uh, I did I did Michigan um, and then went up to the UP of Michigan and then down to Wisconsin, where I met Jack Link of Jack Link's. Beef jerky, which is awesome. He that like cool. he he signed my check. He, he was the up? one who like you know that it was his show and it was in um what is it Myong, Wisconsin and whatever. Okay. So it was like it was awesome. Is to it Mequon? Is that a city? Or is it might be? I don't know. Yeah. I've worked with some people in Wisconsin before, but the yeah. cities are. But it's far. It's very very far yeah. away. You didn't. And then I went fly? to uh, no, I went to Duluth. <laughs> And then, so I drove back from Duluth, and uh, so it was a long. But I, but I worked with two headliners. I was the feature act over over the course of the run, and uh, both headliners were also sober, and in, in recovery. So okay. I, that's just great when you can do that. There's a lot of us, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's very common. Yeah. Stand up comics aren't aren't the most stable, well balanced no, people. They, <laughs> they say you hear it often that comedy comes from dark a dark place. Good comedy, for sure. So, for yeah, sure. I mean, it's not all good comedy comes from dark places, but a majority of it comes from, comes from dark for places. For me, I always think, 
Yeah. I, I mean, that's really why I, I got into comedy in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Richard Pryor was always somebody that I loved because he could take pain and, you know, use that to, you know, for his humor. Um, same thing, Jerry Jewell. She had cerebral palsy. And when I was young, I remember seeing her on TV going, wow, that's so cool that she's doing <laughs> so, you know, she's yeah. doing stand up comedy. She's on Facts of Life. She has cerebral palsy. She doesn't let that be a hindrance. She lets that be her strength, you yeah. know, and I think that's awesome. So that's something that I've always thought about. And, and, you know, now I just have more material with the being a recovering alcoholic who went to rehab, did my stint in jail. Which I don't talk about as much, <laughs> uh, yet, but hopefully I'll do a one woman, one act play and, uh, a book is so, eh, it's in my mind still, but, um, cause I did a year in jail. So <laughs> I don't know any here? other female comics talking about jail time. <laughs> so, and Orange is the New Black is a big hit. So I might as well jump on that gravy train, you know? Yeah, really. That's, yeah. that is definitely, uh, I can't speak from experience, but I'm sure it's, I can. Yeah. Can you? Mm-hmm. We'll you guys have about something in common. Another oh, thing no, you guys have in common. <laughs> another thing you guys have in common that I realized. We've, is, we've this both, is not a therapy session. We'll talk about yeah, that. We've both pooped in front of people. Is that what we're saying? <laughs> that was the other thing. I and there's another yeah, one. You. That's guys all I think about yeah. when I think pooping about pooping in front yeah. of people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just. Yep. Kind yeah, of I guess I get that part. Never really thought about yeah. that. I try not to now. Fresh in my mind again. Thanks. Was it like squat and cough? Huh. That ring a bell? Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at peeing in a cup, too. I I'm have a great aim. I'm going to take a break girl. from this part of the conversation. I'll let you guys go ahead. <laughs> Isn't this what your <laughs> listeners want to hear? Come on. <laughs> the it's good stuff. fascinating. It's <laughs> the good stuff. You know what's funny, too, is I don't think I've ever mentioned that on the air, too. I know you, I've you have told now. you about it. You have. Have I? No, you have told me about it. Yeah, but I don't think I've ever mentioned it on the air. Now you've mentioned That's it right. Everybody air. who knows me knows. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, and you know what? And that's interesting, because for so many... And not to like get totally serious, but like for so many years, I tried to hide the fact that I was an alcoholic, whether I was struggling or whether I was sober or whatever, and hide the fact that I got two DUIs. You know, I didn't want people to know that because I was embarrassed and ashamed and, and all of that stuff really kept me sick and unable to move on. And once I kind of, I outed myself and got healthy and talk about it with people. So many people come up to me after shows and go, you know, that's me too. Or, um, I need to get help or I've been sober 25 years or, you know, whatever it is, you have that shared experience and people can relate to a lot more than you think. You're not alone, you know? Yeah. So yeah, same thing. I mean, we all, we all have our demons mm-hmm. and we, we all have journeys that we're on and hardships and struggles. So well, who knows? I mean, something like that resonates home with some people could actually change their lives at some point like just you doing stand-up about it well and and that's really what i want to do as a stand-up comic you know and and it is it is kind of how i started i started because i got heckled at an improv show in college i was doing improv and uh with Mission Improbable is the Troop at American oh, that's University. Pretty cool. uh, yeah. That's a good name. We, we love those <laughs> troop names, don't we? Yeah, so Mission Improbable. And we have some great alumni and everything. And uh, we were doing a show and playing a game called Celebrity Advice. And someone had to give me a celebrity. And a guy in the audience called me the fat girl from Wilson Phillips. And I wanted to die. And I was also 100 pounds heavier. And I had the bangs. And 
yeah, I was pretty, it was pretty spot on, you know, <laughs> but get more original, dude. Like really? So anyway, but someone called me fat and I was really upset and uh, I went back to my dorm room and I, uh, cried and ate a cake and then uh <laughs> i felt better after that well who doesn't uh, yeah right and then was this uh, another college student that did this like somebody yeah who, that yeah we had to see later he was at every show oh. every single show and we had like hundreds of people that would come out to these late night shows for these improv games and um but anyway so i was hosting the next week with kind of a monologue like a saturday night live type yeah. of thing um and uh so I wrote some material and I still use that material in my act about like just about being overweight and whatever. But anyway, I came out singing uh, hold on for one more day with a big, <laughs> big box of donuts, with, like jelly coming down me and like whatever. And the guy came up to me after the show and he said, I really respect you for that. And it, it's good. You could laugh at yourself. I wasn't trying to be mean. I was just trying to be funny. He's like, I just really, I think you're awesome. And I was like, Hmm, and a little light bulb went off and I said, that's what I want to do. I want to do stand-up comedy. I want to change people's minds. I want to challenge stereotypes and negative stigmas and, and all of that stuff and do it through whatever happens in my life and my personal story. So yeah. that's exactly what I continue to do, which is great. In 15 years, you have to have had other hecklers over time, too. Have you learned to kind of deal with them? Or have you not I, really, I really haven't had any any hecklers, not memorable ones anyway, that that have done things or said things to me personally, like a personal attack like that felt mm. like I've had completely drunk, belligerent people in the audience. But I mean, that's, that's, that's everywhere, yeah. you know, yeah. and they get unruly and they get crazy. I mean, I don't let it get to me. It's weird because I feel like I'm one of the only comics that handles it in the way that I do. Like a lot of people get very angry and frustrated and come at it very aggressively. Mm. And I come at it as kind of like, I want to make that person my friend. That's good. Some people are too sensitive. Very sensitive. And I, I, and would... I just don't, I'm like, listen, I like, I get, and maybe that's the alcoholic part of me going, I get it, dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> totally understand where you're coming from. You're yeah. in a blackout. You're not going to remember this <laughs> tomorrow. It's cool. I've been you before. <laughs> yeah, I've totally been you. So I've been worse than you. So you know, it's like uh, when you come from that place of sort of empathy, it, it just changes the dynamic a whole lot more. Right. Instead of just yelling at somebody and and, and being mean to them and being aggressive, I, that's not who I am as a person. So I stay true to that when mm -hmm. I'm on stage too, and usually it works really well. <laughs> I gotta say. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, I mean, I would be terrified doing stand up. Really? I think if what I what would terrify you? Like what, I don't know. I like you, I. It's weird because I majored in communications i had to do speeches i had to do all that but still just being up and, and i have no issue being doing like a podcast radio but yeah. if i had to do this in front of like an audience forget it although i will say i said this earlier to somebody a friend of mine i was like if i had to choose a type of comedy i'd probably have to try improv because it's a little more off the cuff. Yeah. I try a little bit of writing here and there, even on the podcast. I have a segment. It's called the weekly update and I do a little bit. It's almost like the weekend update. Sure. Kind of, if you couldn't tell from the name. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could. <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I just, the written part of it's so difficult sometimes. Yeah, it is. Um, and coming up with like fresh material. I mean, for the weekly update, it's easy because I can find articles online. Sure. And that's something fresh every week. I got to imagine yeah. just. Like Coming up with something out of nowhere to just yeah. do in front of a bunch of people has well, like to be. You could, you could do like uh, monologue writing for like late night. 
Right. That kind of thing. Right. And right. a lot of, some people are writers. Some people are great writers. And I've seen comedians, stand up comics get on stage and they write for some really good shows. And they are, in my opinion, just not performers. Yeah. They're writers. Delivery is tough too. It is. I yeah. mean, it, there's a lot of aspects that go into it. There are just a lot of, a lot of factors for sure. Like, and the thing with the material for me, everything's from my own life. So, I mean, life, you live life. Life's hilarious, right? <laughs> so it's like there's always something that's going to, you know. And I've seen it the other way around, too, where I've seen people who are great performers who attempt to write for television shows, and the television shows just don't no, do I, well I can't write. All. I really can't write in another person's voice. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. It's, it's just not my strong suit, and I know that. So, you know, I mean, that's why I write for me, and stand-up comics should write for themselves. If they don't, then they're just kind of actors. Yeah. Right? yeah. They're doing some, <laughs> you know, which is interesting because, you know, a, a lot of the comics now, if they're doing sketch, like say Amy Schumer, for mm-hmm. example, like I'm sure she writes a lot of her material, but she can have writers now. Mm-hmm. Right. So I don't know how many of those jokes are. Well, I mean, for example, I mean, you mentioned Amy Schumer and have you had the chance to see Trainwreck? No. At all? Nope. I found the movie hysterical, but I mean, one of the breakout shining people in that was LeBron. Right. And everything was written by Amy. So, I mean, it was Amy and Judd Apatow that wrote the script. Yeah. But it was more, I mean, obviously what he was saying wasn't written by him, but the way he delivered it right. made him funny. And but it again, makes him a, com- a comedic actor. Yes. You know, he can, you know, people can do that. But yeah, I mean, when you're doing, when you're a stand-up comic, I think your heart has to be in it 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, I you have to really love it for so many reasons because you have to put up with a lot. Oh, I don't know, driving 19 hours home for like, you know, <laughs> I probably lost money on that run. You know what I mean? Right. But I just have such a passion and dedication for it, you know, and you really have to. For me, I got into stand-up comedy because I have something to say. If you don't really have anything to say or it's not going to be half an hour of something to say, <laughs> you carry a notebook probably should around. do something else. You carry a notebook around with you and like write down. I don't. I'm not. Because I would always forget. Yeah, I used to, especially when I was drinking, used to slur things into my That'd be an interesting phone recorder. <laughs> oh my God, I'd listen to it the next day going, yeah, no, I can't understand a word you're saying, drunk Liz. Like, Kittens, it, unicorns, what is this? Oh my gosh, it's awful. It's like, God, this is good. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what that means. I actually have done stand-up okay. before. I've done it a couple of times. did it about three times because uh, I wanted to get into it. I'm, I've grown up, I've been a huge fan of stand-up comedy for as long as I can remember. So I wanted to attempt it, at least just say that I attempted it. So I started cool. writing material. I booed um, him. What's that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he I said I booed you. you. Oh, you weren't there. I didn't even know you yet. I wish I was there. Uh, but um, a friend of mine who I'm still friends with who is a stand-up comedian and ventriloquist who's been doing it for a number of years. His name is Taylor Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he helped me out with some material and, and stuff and one, of the, one day I actually went and I saw him perform in, over in Jersey, and he's like, how's your material coming on? And he's like, well, I got a couple minutes, I'm like, but it's not solid. I haven't really done anything with it yet. And he said, well, do you want to give it a shot? I'm like, no. I'm <laughs> like, I am not ready for that. Really? And he's like, well, he's like, I need an additional opener. He's like, so I'm, I'm asking if you want to do it. He's like, just go out there. He's like, give me as long as you got. He's like, the moment you feel like you're losing the crowd, he's like, just introduce me and I'll come out. That's a lot of faith to have. In I'm that. like, well, oh, that's what I told him. I'm like, well, I'm like, so you're pretty much going to be waiting like 30 seconds, and then you're you're just going to come out. They're no longer friends. We're Let's still put you that friends. way. <laughs> uh, he's a big supporter of the podcast too, so watch what you say. Uh, but friends. I I went out on stage. I mean, and you can tell with a microphone in my hand, my hand was literally like shaking mm-hmm. like crazy the whole time. 
until I got the first joke out, and then when I realized that the joke was actually making them laugh, and it's not, it wasn't me, they were laughing at the material, my hand was solid, and I gave like a, probably like a solid three or four minutes cool. before I ran out of material that I had written and I brought him on. But three or four minutes for somebody who's never done it before yeah. is an eternity. It's so long. Three or four minutes for you now is probably nothing. And I was always a performer, so that, honestly, I mean, I, I had a 10-minute set probably from the start, mm. and there's still some of the <laughs> jokes I use today, admittedly, but <laughs> <laughs> because my that part of my life really hasn't changed that, mm. you know, so it still rings true, you know. Um, but yeah, I never had that. I never had that. I'm nervous. I, I've, I've never had that. Not well, even in it, the beginning? No. Wow. Because it's very, I feel, I mean, there's a little bit of that, like, anxiety, that ner- that rush kind of feeling, you know, or like, are these people going to like me? Or are these people look like a country club audience and they're going to hate me? Like, you know, there's always that sort of, you're trying to guess how you're going to do. Yeah. Um, but once you just trust yourself and know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, it's like, you know, I just, I've always felt very purposeful with, with being on stage. So I never really had that, you know. It's like I said, I I, I just love it, I love it. <laughs> I've performed in front of large crowds. I was a musician in high school and college. I did theater in college and, and high school. So the big crowds never really bothered me. So worked, why did the stand up bother you? I don't know. I mean, because I worked in radio and I was in front of sold out concerts. And, I think and you probably know. Don't say you don't. Know. <laughs> Dig I deep think what, it more, what about the stand up bother? This is therapy with Liz What? Therapy with Liz It is very. <laughs> That I think it was more the actual speech aspect of it, rather than performing music. Because I mean, well, you know, yeah, I, that I mean that's very different. Yeah. I mean, now, was the material um, about you personally? No, it really wasn't. Okay. Uh, well, I guess some of it was. I mean, I did an introduction about, uh, and Taylor actually uses it to this day in his act. He actually borrowed it from me, which I'm perfectly fine with. Uh, Does I he pay you actually, royalties? I was no, say. he didn't pay me royalties, <laughs> but I actually take that as kind of like a little bit of pride. That he used something that I sure. wrote, and he's a veteran at it. He's been doing it for you know over twenty years. Yeah. But um, you know, I did something about different nationalities, uh, oldest in the crowd versus youngest in the crowd, and how nobody cared about the middle. Um, and but then some of my other material was had an absolutely nothing. I guess from shared experience because I used to be a fireman, so I was I did a joke about how why is it after somebody got out of a fire they wrap you in a blanket. You know, you, you're already sweating from the fire. It, obviously, it's not funny right now. <laughs> <laughs> There's no pressure. <laughs> no, not at all. But I can see I, why I, he used it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Death stares don't exactly work on a podcast. Nope. Um, I think it's more the, the speech aspect of it. Because I was never nervous performing on stage if it was music or theater. But Well, guess... mu- music, yeah. I mean, music's different. And you theater... you could you could still play music and and have the audience talking or dancing or doing other things. Yeah. Uh, Stand up comedy requires the audience to laugh back at you. Right. <laughs> it well, requires a response. But I mean, even theater, like I guess that was more acting than something that was, I guess, more of myself. And, and you're on the stage with other people. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, they so could be sleeping, and you would never know. True. <laughs> but I mean, I was just as nervous doing. Was it Les Mis <laughs> that you were in? <laughs> That was Adam falling asleep. Were you the Anne Hathaway role? So you only had to be in 15 minutes of the play? Uh, and then I was gone until the uh, last five. Now there's an image for you that'll kill it. <laughs> kill yeah, your celebrity crush. That is correct. <laughs> but I only, I mean, but I mean, I got just as nervous doing a best man speech in front of 50 people as I did performing okay. in front of, so I guess it was more the actual so speech it, part. So what made you, what made you want to do it again? Uh, I guess the challenge. 
Okay. Just the the sake of saying I did it. And, and you did it three times. Mm-hmm. And then... And then I just never finished my, any writing any more material. So... Okay. Yeah. And now he's here. It's and, not to and say... And now I'm, you can say you've done it. It's not to and say... And I think that's really important because anybody who wants to try something should definitely try it. Yeah. And shouldn't try it from the audience while I'm on stage. Instead, uh, yeah. <laughs> they should... Because I think hecklers are just frustrated yeah performers and comedians and they they want to be up there and they want to do stuff and but they don't go have to, and, balls go to, to do it well you know yeah it's i more, mean it does the, take balls you they know they want the attention without actually putting any effort into it yeah yeah like writing their own stuff i think i'd make a sure. damn good heckler or you know people who are really funny at parties are not always good stand-up comics mm-hmm. it just is different you know it definitely is an art form and uh and a craft you know what i mean so but I think everyone should try it if they think, especially because I want them to know how difficult it is and respect <laughs> the craft an itself, you know. If you ever need an opener, Ben's available. There, there you go. I, I would never... With some uh, fire, good firefighter material. <laughs> yeah, firefighter material doesn't exactly There's lots anymore. of, you know, I play a lot of like, you know, firehouses and Elks Lodges and Eagles Clubs <laughs> and all of that stuff. So, you know, that stuff goes over pretty well. Yeah. So Not yeah. to say I would never attempt it again, but it's not anything on my to-do list right now. Yeah. So. Well, the the industry is saturated yeah. with people who want to try and or be a stand up comic. So you can chill and <laughs> do, I, I'm more, I think maybe podcasting. Although there's a lot of podcasts yeah. too. Yeah, I was gonna say that's I don't saturated know. in podcasts. Too. Yeah, but yeah, stand up comic. Everybody, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I, I more enjoy just sitting and watching now and just laughing about it. And... But you have probably a newfound respect, you know, I respect, do. right? I do. Yeah, 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 that's Absolutely. cool. That's very cool. Well, I'm glad you glad you tried it. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad it went well. So um, I'm the only person here who hasn't been to jail and hasn't done stand up. <laughs> yeah. Now, what can we? What can I we do find? I do own a cat. I know you like oh, cats. Yeah, I, have two I don't cats. like my cat. Ben loves cats, though. Oh. I have four. Yeah. Four. Uh, mm-hmm. I have one. <laughs> don't like it, but. <laughs> Why don't you like it? I was just always a dog person. I am too, yeah, but don't tell a... my cats that. But <laughs> I have to leave them when I drive to Minnesota. So and cats can take care of themselves. That is the only good much. thing. Yeah, yeah, they are self-sufficient. Yeah, sometimes I, I wish I could have a dog, but I just don't have. I take him or her with. I you. don't even have a boyfriend, so it's like <laughs> not much I can't. Different. I really can't <laughs> take responsibility for very much. <laughs> not much different between dogs and boyfriends. Dogs yeah, are probably easier. They're usually more loving. <laughs> the dogs yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the cats no, i feel like be... i could say so much right now i'm just not gonna do it we're not not water. fcc regulated so <laughs> True. i feel like we need a whole another hour on top of this though we yeah we i will say we did play that one of the clips you had sent over to me that the shorter one okay and there was some is that the healing there was some one? penis pooping involved so yes there was um i and, mean and deserved because he Made me want to cry, so I had to get him. Well, that's like what you were saying earlier. You don't take it personally; you try and turn it around. Yeah, and there you go. That's a good way to turn it around. I do, and women love that joke. Men, eh. (laughs) (laughs) I still found it fun. I think that's good. I think we We all yeah, we were laughing at it. Yeah, we all laughed at it. That's good. That's that's the main main goal. I also know comedy. Yeah, we also know better. (laughs) We know better not to say something like that. Like sometimes you hear yeah. what people say to women, and you're like, "What were you thinking?" Yeah, and probably don't don't say a comment like that when you're naked. Yeah, like that's. <laughs> I mean, we still did it, but still, <laughs> listen. It's lucky they did though. Re- I did it resentfully, but yeah. you know, 
<laughs> I didn't enjoy it. That's right. <laughs> um, you mentioned... Now everyone has to go look up that clip, because now they're going to yeah. be like, what? Is well, if they heard last about? week, they heard the... Oh, they... Yeah, oh, they yeah played we played the whole, played the, audio. Oh, the whole audio. The whole audio, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you mentioned Richard Pryor as somebody that you kind of looked up to or, yeah. I guess, took as inspiration for stand-up comedy. Yeah. Who else did you like look at and find inspirational when it came to stand-up? Um... Well, it's interesting because I never thought I would be a stand-up comic, so I, I never really looked at it back then when I was watching stand-up comedy like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I mean, I was going to be a lawyer. And That's then, a big difference. Yeah. Is it, though? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it? One makes money. Yeah, they're not One so tells much. jokes, one is a joke. Eh, yeah. This should tell them more of the truth. I really That's just, why yeah. I don't do stand-up comedy anymore. <laughs> I really just wanted to play a lawyer on TV, I think, really, in my head. But uh, There's still time. <laughs> there is. <laughs> Law and Order, call me. Uh, do they listen to this podcast? Yeah. Mariska Hargitay. No. no. I love Mariska Hargitay. You have a union card. You probably do Law and Order at some point in your career. I, like yeah. Does. I don't have any union cards. But anyway, <laughs> I was in Duluth. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I never, like, I really liked Rosie O'Donnell back in the day. Um, when was that, like, early 90s? She was on VH1. Whenever the uh, Koosh Ball is popular. <laughs> right well that's when she had her show so this is way before yeah. that and when she was like nice and uh not political and um i don't even know she didn't come out as a lesbian then which really did we need that yeah. you we know did we really need yeah. that validation we're pretty sure but um i liked it because she wasn't really pretty and she was overweight and here she is and she has her own show and i think well Maybe I'm not very pretty and I'm overweight and I could have my own show, you know. So yeah. I, I just was like, that's really cool. Well, neither cool of us are that. pretty and we have our own show. I so think I mean, you're really both easy. pretty. <laughs> we created our own show. It doesn't that, count. That's true. <laughs> but it was just great to see her on a major station and have watch, uh, you know, every week. And she's a female comic, too. You didn't see too many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Roseanne Barr is great because she did something different with her sitcom and she, you know, produced and wrote it and she you know so i mean that's really great she had so much control over that show and it was her own vision and she stayed true to that and i think that's really awesome so a lot of things yeah. you know inspire me like now i mean i love jim gaffigan like i just he's ridiculously funny yeah. he makes me really laugh and i mean that has nothing to do with me or my comedy i'm not like that at all but he's somebody who do makes you, me laugh you watch his show i knew that was on coming t- on the end not yet. It's hysterical. It just started, right? I yeah, think I think it's like two. Oh, really? Three episodes in. All right, I'll have to. They're on Hulu. On demand. On Hulu, if you if you have Hulu. Hulu on demand. But his show is absolutely hysterical. Yeah. And it's about his life with right. his kids and living in the small apartment. All eighty of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of children. So it's funny though. It's it's really good. Show. And his wife's really funny too. Like I follow her on Twitter. And his real life wife. His real life wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't Gaffigan. know if you met on the show. Shout out. Yeah, and I um. Jessica Kirsten is probably my favorite comedian, and you probably, I don't even know if you would know who she is. She is amazing, (laughs) and she's also like the nicest person ever, and uh, you should look her up. Jessica Kirsten, she's just hilarious. Who else do you follow? And we're very similar in nature as far as um, just kind of the way we live life and everything, so it's really cool. Who else do you follow now? Like anybody that you follow, like on Twitter? Well, no, not on Twitter. It's easy to follow anybody. (laughs) Anyone who follows me, at the Liz Russo. Yep. (laughs) Uh, but I mean, what other comedians do you follow? Like, are you really big fans of, other than Gaffigan? And 
Well, uh, I started with a lot of Jersey comics, um, guys in like little dive bars back in 2000, 2001 and on. Um, so like Jim Norton, mm. consider him like a friend, somebody I started with. Uh, also sober since he was 16. Rich Voss, another sober comic, which is really cool. Um, and he golfs here not so well. But, uh, uh, just like the you rest didn't hear us. that from me. But yeah, an <laughs> audience member came up to me after. Yeah, you ever golf with Voss before? I'm like, no, he sucks. Oh, okay. <laughs> I will not tell him he said That's that. a weird conversation that just came up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he, he's really funny and Bonnie McFarlane, his wife's hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, Artie Lang. Reverend Bob Levy, Florentine Jameson, all those sort of Jersey guys. Like I started with them and I would host shows in, in basements with like three drunk people. Like and that's all we perform for in, in like South Jersey. Like it's just so, you know, I just uh, I love all those guys. I try to follow them and I'm always happy for other people's successes, especially yeah. like if we started out together. It's really cool. Do you still get to go to comedy shows just to watch and enjoy or do you pretty much just perform now? And- I I don't like to do that very often. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just I'm not a good laugher because I'm analyzing the joke or mm-hmm. the delivery or the show or like, oh, that's really good. Oh, that's awesome how they did that. You know, but I'm going to write that one down. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> can't steal. Um, if I switch these couple words around, <laughs> yeah. no. no one will just know. Put it to a female's yeah. perspective. Uh, it's like, oh, uh, it's the worst. <laughs> Because people are stealing things now, even Facebook statuses. I've written Facebook, funny Facebook statuses that have gotten hundreds of likes, and I'll hear it at an open mic. Oh, yeah. oh really? Oh, really? That's what you're doing now? <laughs> Trolls, you know? Like, ben, that's, I feel it's don't awful. you not steal, but don't you get some kind of quippy Facebook statuses from somewhere? Some, some I feel like every like... everyone does that with memes and the Facebook status and tweets and and people lift you know that's another reason why i don't really want to put my videos out there all the time yeah. just because like yeah. listen I, I worked hard on that that's for my life like get your youtube's own. easy to steal stuff yeah when i was yeah. a freshman in college so we you know those like what was it e-bombs world yeah that had all like the soundboards yep. sure so we had a jack black soundboard and we did make you know we we're freshmen in college we made some prank calls Mm-hmm. calling like mcdonald's because on that soundboard he had like some stuff about chicken nuggets and filet of fish and all this other stuff <laughs> so we taped one of them the guy flipped out on us like absolutely flipped cursed at us everything and it was hilarious i mean it was so funny so we put it on youtube i think i mean it was posted probably in like 2005 but it has over close to a couple thousand views maybe by now oh, yeah but at some point Maybe like five years ago, I get, we received like a a message saying like, "Oh, these people posted your video and stole it." And I looked, and somebody else reposted the video on their YouTube page oh, and tried to like make it th- like it was the theirs. Who, yeah, that's, I'm like that's weird. That is weird. Not, happens all the time. It's not like a money maker. <laughs> yeah, no, it's <laughs> it doesn't very, make sense. Yeah, it's interesting, especially like I think in society now, like even even kids coming up, they they want likes on their um. Instagram. Right. Oh my gosh, I posted myself in a bikini and they're like 12 and they're like, but I got like 50 likes and <laughs> like, I mean, it's that constant that validation that you're right. important or, you know, and, and that's a little scary. Yeah. Um, 
I got yeah, 20. So people will steal things because they, they think it's want, good. Yeah. And they don't have the originality or the whatever it takes to do their own. So they take someone else's. And I think that's really sad. Yeah. You know, yeah. more than anything else. I will say I, I got 20 retweets one time and I was so happy uh, on my personal page. That's you know? cool when you do that, right? <laughs> I love that when I get retweets. I don't get it very often. <laughs> Colin Quinn would like retweeted something and then everyone started following me. I'm like, that's power. That's so awesome. <laughs> I've done like, the same thing too. Like I'll post something on Twitter and if I'll get like a, if I get like a celebrity that I'm following to either retweet it or favorite it, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm having a great day. Yeah. Like, I just made my entire It is week. cool. Yeah. I made it. Yeah. I get, <laughs> I, I get easily like starstruck by people too. <laughs> I'm just like, that's awesome. But I've actually had someone lift my picture and use it for a single site. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a compliment. Su- that's super sad. That's <laughs> why would you do that? That's not I'm that's a compliment, for people listening, though. look up my page and look at <laughs> what I look like. Like I'm cute enough, but like really? Like I'm not one of those like bikini mo- I'm like, they must have going for like just true reality. Like they were like, what would be believable? I'll use this girl. Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's funny though. It is. Funny. I've never. And someone sent it to me. They're like, oh my I... god! And it was a totally different person, different name, different you... everything. I was like, oh. did you try message messaging them? I should have. Yeah, that would have been fun. I was like, you go. Let's meet up with your not me self. It would be like <laughs> looking into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so strange. Yeah, I should have catfished as a dude and like <laughs> met up with myself. Oh my god. Use Colin. Interesting. Use Colin Quinn's would... picture. <laughs> He's looking good too. I saw him and I was like, you know, because I, I opened for him and I, I, he gave me a hug. I took a picture like we're at prom. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I love I did that see picture. That. <laughs> he's all cuddly, smells good, and he looks good. <laughs> he's older, but I do. <laughs> Does Colin Quinn listen to this podcast? Maybe. Uh, I, I think he was. Wasn't he in town not too long ago? I think he was. Yeah. Probably. Maybe I missed out on but Yeah. Both well, him and Gilbert a- Godfrey are probably, you know, two of the biggest names I've, you know, the, uh, we almost had Gilbert right. on too, right? And they were really cool. We almost had Gilbert on. He unfortunately had to reschedule his appearance before we had him on. Yeah, he's so. supposed okay. to be at Helium. Yeah. yeah, he's. I mean, he's done a show in Scranton. Like he'll, he'll, you know, as long as you pay him, he'll do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he'll do, he'll do some local shows yeah, and only, stuff like the that. The only comedian who we've tried having on who we kind of had an issue with was Benson. Uh, was Doug Benson, and it's just because he he's I guess he gets so many requests now to do shows and podcasts and things like that. Oh, and yeah. Unless he knows you, yeah, he just he just doesn't do them now. Yeah. So I mean, he was very nice about it. He contacted me directly, and he was That's very cool. nice about it, and kind of funny at the same time, you know. Uh-huh. But you know, he was just like straight up. He said, "Yeah, he's like, unless I'm your friend, I won't do it." Yeah. Like, well, right. now you got to become friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So think... now we got to become friends <laughs> with Doug Benson somehow. It's funny because I mean, we started out doing this mostly tv and movie related but we're both big fans of stand-up so that's cool. it's kind of i mean it it's kind of different from some of the other stuff because i mean we talk about the box office we'll talk about netflix and all this other stuff mm-hmm. but i really do think especially you see a lot of stand-up comedians get into tv and movies and stuff like that yeah not all of them succeed dan cook um but is that something that you know, might yeah, I just I mean, recently unfollowed him on Facebook too. By the way, you just interrupted my question. Was so he mad about kidding. that? I don't think <laughs> that you unfollowed? Did he send you a message? No, but all he does is he's post like, pictures of like his house and his hot tub and his Lamborghini, and like I really don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, like, more shirtless like, pics, please. 
I don't care about that either. But it's almost sure like he's, just, he's just bragging about like the quick wealth that he made from his two years of popularity. And then yeah, it really was yeah. two years. That was about it. So, he did, so you well, guys are uh, Dan Cook fans. Huh? I like his comedy. <laughs> you know what? It, it's funny because I was a big fan of his in college, and maybe that's every college kid. Yeah. And then once you mature a little bit, maybe, maybe. You like him a little a less. Different taste change. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- some of his stuff I do still find funny. Yeah. From back then, but I don't know. I think people. Just... He had some great movie roles, though. Good luck, Chuck. You know, that I mean, we were just ta- you know talking <laughs> transitioning from like TV <laughs> and movies, and you were like. It hasn't really succeeded, but eh, he did all right for himself. Sure, yeah. Some, I mean, getting some roles. I don't know. I guess maybe people don't like him because he got too big for his britches, maybe. Maybe. I assume you are a Dane Cook fan then? Uh, I'm not either or, really. Okay. I mean, I definitely, you know, like some of his stuff, and but I'm not like a hater. I don't know. I had heard like he and... We had TJ Miller on. We didn't ask him about this, but I had heard the they had like of a the mucus. Did you talk about? Yes, that? we did. I must listen to it. How could we not? Because <laughs> I just every time I see that, that's all I see in my head when I hear him and look at mu- him. Is Mr. Mucus? Is he the actually, mucus. that's that was the promo he left one us of, too. We got one a promo of the from promos. Him. He's like the voice of Mr. Mucus. Yeah, so awesome. So, he was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah he was. Like he'd be fun. He was supposed to be at Steel Stacks too, and then he had to cancel. Bummer. Found out it was a family emergency. Is that what it was? Yeah. How'd you find that? Uh, they posted it on Facebook because he, he, they just rescheduled his appearance at the truck. Mm. Okay. So. Well, well good to know, and we wish him well. <laughs> um, are you going to... emergency was. Bennett <laughs> talked about Music Fest in the beginning. Are you going to make it out to Music Fest, or... Uh, Not a big Music nah. Fester? <laughs> <laughs> you know why? There's so many drunk people. That is true. And uh, it's just not as fun for me those anymore. Bucks. I have been one of those drunk people I numerous have, times. I have as well at <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> I enjoy meatloaf, so shut up. The band or the food? Uh, the, both, actually. <laughs> One with ketchup. <laughs> um, That's definitely the, the guy. Yes, definitely. The, I like to, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, he's played Music Fest maybe, I might have seen him twice. Meatloaf. Or oh, like once at like maybe Lehigh or some, or Stabler. I think, I think once at he, Stabler or He some, has been local before. And then here, I, I think he's he was from at the Allentown. Sands, wasn't he, one time? I think his family or something is from Allentown. But yeah, but Music Fest, and I was so... I see pictures and I was so wasted and I was like, why is no one dancing? It's fucking me, <laughs> Like, oh my God. And I just like made friends with some other drunk lady and we were just, yeah, it was a mess. That's a guilty pleasure <laughs> of mine. A mess. I always what? listen to the Bad Out of Hell songs. That's a guilty Love pleasure. It. Do you know a new album's coming out uh, with Jim Steinman? Really? As, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that it's because they were now. like on the outs for a long time. And uh, yeah, that's always he, my favorite album. He's his writing is phenomenal. Because I don't think he's been part of the last couple albums. No. with him. No. So I always that's go back to Meatloaf's role, one and only movie Rocky role I can think show. of. No, oh, that's two. Spice World. He was in Spice World. He was the bus driver. Oh, that was three. No, I was thinking Black Fight Dog. Club. Patrick Swayze. One uh, okay. movie turned into three. Yeah, he's the someone. Meatloaf. Fight Club too. Yeah, Fight Club. Yeah, oh yeah, he was in yeah, Fight Club. Yeah. That's right about that. Totally different role. I love Meatloaf. And of course, the one movie I mentioned is probably the worst out of all three, all four of those movies. And don't Big forget uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Mm-hmm. Still a classic. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, Music Fest Meatloaf brings rocks. in a lot of interesting acts. Shout out to Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. I, I enjoy some meat. <laughs> I enjoy some Meatloaf. Not a big a fan of the food. I, I think Meatloaf's I like Love Child. Let's be honest. I would love it. <laughs> Have a baby loaf. I would love it. And Colin Quinn. Let's, let's <laughs> and Colin get a list Quinn. going here. Yeah. <laughs> I have a weird eclectic taste. <laughs> Celebrity men. <laughs> uh, they're no Anne Hathaway. But, yeah, you know. exactly. <laughs> I 
I like how we bring everything back. It all comes full circle. <laughs> That's right. Let's have a group of celebrity children. This is Meatloaf's son. This is Colin Quinn's son. Yeah. Well, Dane, I was, Dane Cooks is in here somewhere. I always <laughs> thought I could do a uh, a coffee table book of just um, uh, dick pics <laughs> from comedians because being a female comic. And then you have to guess. Maybe like a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Turn I wouldn't divulge. I couldn't. Well, I don't think I could divulge whose was whose, <laughs> but I would probably give some, some clues. In you would say like. You know, confirm or deny, but I would. These people's dicks are in yeah. this book. Some matches their talent, here. some not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a lot of dick pics from comedians? If I'm going to tell you I'm going to make a coffee table book, then uh, yeah, you okay. should believe <laughs> yeah. that I've gotten quite a few. Uh, There's Snapchat for you. Yeah. Well, you know, and it's funny because they're, yeah, I mean, and it's funny because some of them are, you know, fairly famous and it's like, I don't, yeah, being a female comic's weird. The underground straight, world. The underground and world. And unattached of... and mildly attractive <laughs> and funny. Although I don't think funny really matters because not. I think it helps. The female part's probably it the helps. biggest part. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Having a vagina. It's <laughs> great. Yeah, never. I think the first part was probably enough. <laughs> to get them to send the pick. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, it's fun. No booping going on, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to have some sort of decorum and uh, <laughs> diplomacy when dealing with dick pics <laughs> of people I work with, anyway. Uh, you bet you envy the female comedians of the 90s. They never had to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah. There was no Snapchat. No. Polaroids? They would get probably like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to say weird. dick snail mails. No. Thick envelopes. I'm pick- sure they all they all got hit on on you know I mean oh, yeah. being a and and I I almost consider myself a road comic just because that's I mean I travel a lot and I don't know do you guys watch Louie mm-hmm. on on FX so you know that one with him and Jim Florentine like the I think that was the final episode of the season this past season I'm a little behind on yeah this I'm not caught uh, up. <laughs> I don't want to ruin anything she's like you guys have seen it right but basically like, yeah, they have they remember have, this but like, no. <laughs> <laughs> they have like a comedy condo, like that's something. Like road stories are just crazy, you know. And you, it's weird because you can't talk to normal people about the life of a stand-up comic because no one understands. Yeah, it's nuts. I want to see. Um, we talked about it on the podcast. What was that documentary? Misery loves comedy. Have hmm. you seen that yet? No. It's what was it like? It had to be like close to. 50 stand-ups that they've yeah. they interviewed during and, it and stand-ups from all from television to like jimmy fallon oh yeah uh paul reiser you know a bunch of from all different times and decades. i've seen a lot of stand-up comic uh documentaries but i, I think, I think I've jim missed norton that was one. in it too as a matter of fact you mentioned yeah. Him earlier yeah are you a big uh, documentary person i am yeah i, I am and so... i read a lot of nonfiction. like i'm very if i'm not reading stuff about like autobiographies i'm reading about uh serial killers oh which is weird but uh <laughs> <laughs> that's just i watch a lot of id network and a lot of comedy central i don't do know what it is it's, just, <laughs> it's very strange it's starting to feel very weird about being in a closed room our right? doorway's blocked off <laughs> yeah that's why we kind of set this up originally <laughs> originally we set it up so you're near the door so you don't feel uncomfortable <laughs> now, now we're now regretting it's opposite that. yes maybe we should change it i don't yeah. know it's just it's I guess it's the human condition, you know. Yeah, and and it's the same with comedy as you know. Did you ever read Fifty who Shades of Grey? Someone, it's just <laughs> could, same thing. I think makes us tick. Is that weird? <laughs> Did you read Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh, you should because we I actually... listened to Gilbert Gottfried 
read oh passages God. from it. Oh, really? <laughs> I've heard that before. That too. is awesome. Yes. I will have and to check that out. Yes, that is. It's, uh, <laughs> can only, it's like, Is it like it's Iago really from Aladdin reading? <laughs> it's, it's Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we had when it came out on DVD, we played a game that I guess it was BuzzFeed maybe that posted. It oh, was right. quotes. Yeah. And you had to pick. Was it Christian Gray? Is that his name? Yeah. Dorian Christian Gray. Gray. Christian Gray. Uh-huh. Christian Gray or a serial killer? Oh, so you'd really? probably be pretty good at that. Ooh. Reading up on all those serial killers. And the weird part was we actually got some of them wrong. We were very bad, actually. Yeah. 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 It's tougher than you might maybe not think, I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch the movie either. Neither did we. Or, so, or read I mean, the books, but... I didn't do either one. Yeah. Although that, you probably would expect that, I guess. What? That you guys that didn't? That we didn't read yeah. it. <laughs> well... <laughs> There's two guys and one girl. Both guys read it. And the female did not. Yeah. That'd be weird. <laughs> What's um, one of your favorite autobiographies you've read lately? Um, I like Born Standing Up by, uh, um, Steve Martin. Okay. And I like, uh, Russell Brands. His bookie book one was really good. Yeah. Um, is it mainly Canadian? I also, actually, all right, I take back everything I said about Meatloaf and Colin Quinn. <laughs> and I want to say Russell Brands, <laughs> if you're listening. I really want you. Yeah, he's not with Katy Perry anymore, so. No. And he likes, he likes chubby girls. He's gone for big girls before and recovering sex addict and he addict. Is. He's a recovering That's, addict, I mean, but. So is Tiger Woods, but. Nah, th- and this was back in the day. He actually went to like a, well, read the book, bookie book, <laughs> but he's awesome. And. Uh, His stand-up special just went on Netflix last week. Two of them, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'll, I'll check it out. Check those out, yeah. So I'm trying to think who else. I know I'm reading right now um, So Anyway, which is John Cleese. Okay. From Monty Python. Sure. His autobiography. Simon Pegg's Nerd Do Well. He's become a big Simon Pegg fan. And, nice. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Smith's Tough Shit. Yeah. It's a fun read. So. I read uh, Tina Fey's Bossy, Bossy Pants. Pants. I, I listened to it a lot of times on these long drives. 19 I'll, hours. That's a lot yeah, of autobiographies. I'll just, I'll, <laughs> a lot of audiobooks. I'll, audiobooks are awesome. <laughs> so I, and um, I actually really liked Amy Poehler's. Um, yes, please. That was a really, mm-hmm. really good book. Um, what else? But yeah, so I like all that kind of stuff. Okay. Did you ever try out for like SNL or anything like that? I was an extra on Saturday Night Live for an episode. Oh, really? Yeah, that was really cool because I got to go to the rehearsals and I got mm-hmm. to be on the show and meet people and just be in the background, which was great and get paid. Yeah. And uh, who was the host? Queen Latifah okay. was the host hmm. and musical guest. Right. Oh, that's a, it was during it. one of the Bush administrations. I hate when so they it's do that. going back quite a, a few years. <laughs> yeah. Not George H. Bush. No. Okay. Not quite that old. <laughs> Not that far back. <laughs> uh yeah. I don't remember. I think it depends yeah. on who it is if it's if they're the host and musical guest. Mm. Like Timberlake I'm Timberlake fine I could do, yeah. Love um, J T. Yeah. Yeah. And he always is that another, he's another already, baby. He's already taken. Uh, so he already has a baby. Yeah. Jessica Beale. That was a bigger crush than Anne Hathaway. I could see that. Yeah. She's like a cool chick. Anne Hathaway seems maybe a little more high maintenance. Did you, she does Wrecking Ball. I was going to say, did you see the lip sync battle with her? No. Oh, she did Wrecking Ball. Phenomenal. Best one. All yeah. right. Best I should one. be what writing she, all this stuff down that yeah. I should be seeing, by the way. she against? Uh, Emily Blunt? That's it. Yeah. Blew her out of the water. Nice. Wasn't even close. <laughs> I don't even remember what Emily Blunt did. Like, that's how good her Wrecking Ball was. Yeah, you don't need to. No. 
I love how we keep going back to Anne Hathaway somehow during this. Although I'm the I'm first one complain. that brought it up. You, know, you are the first one. String of continuity. Yeah. Just, yeah, <laughs> you got to have something to keep going back to. Anne Hathaway and dick pics. <laughs> Not in the Not same. Together. Yeah, that would be. You're going to start rumors now. People are going to be Googling that. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. <laughs> um, curious, you mentioned her earlier. What, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Amy Schumer lately with the popularity, being another female comic? Because she seems to have taken off. Yeah, like it's like ridiculous. Years. You yeah. can't go a day without an, some new news story of her on the internet. It's yeah. like ridiculous. Um, I don't want to be a hater, so you know. I mean, I, I'm curious. I mean, are you a fan? Or well, I'm, te- fan I'm or? telling you, like, it's I for my for my taste in comedy, I don't like her stand up as much as I like her sketch show. Mm-hmm. Um, she probably has writers on her sketch show, mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know, you know. Um, I think she's just a little, a little one note for me. Um, she's she's just a little younger than me, and everything's about, you know, vaginas. <laughs> There's a lot of vagina stuff, and I think if it like somehow speaks to you and you have put some personal in it, put some personal in your vagina. There's a tagline for you. <laughs> Put that in the intro when you tag this uh, <laughs> podcast. It'll be the name of this podcast yeah. episode. Put some personal in it. Yep. Uh, you think we're kidding? I mean, I'm happy yeah, well, for. We'll probably end up being the title. Of the probably. I'm. I'm happy for her success, and I'm. I'm really happy that she champions other females and and female comics, and I'm glad she's. You know, I mean, it, it's all good. You know, it's yeah. not really my thing, but that doesn't really matter. I can appreciate other people's stuff and what they what they do without you know yeah yeah i mean uh, some female comics do fall into that i don't know a, a lot of comedy is relatability yeah so i mean it, if you're not relating to everybody in the audience you know it can be a little one-sided a little bit i mean i i think as long as you're honest people respond well right you know if if you're coming across as, as somehow fake or it's you know some kind of persona and it doesn't match who you are in some way even if it's like an elevated version of yourself or whatever, mm-hmm. it should have some truth to it or else I don't, I don't think it rings, you know, I don't think it rings true. And, and I don't think it's, it's as you can't connect to it and relate to it. But if you're honest, I think everyone can appreciate that. Um, yeah. so I think it's a little difficult to relate to everybody. Oh, I don't yeah. think, you, I, I don't think you should. Do you should. I don't yeah. think you should try that. I think that's why being yourself is really important mm-hmm. and a lot. And so I'm not everyone's cup of tea and that's cool. Like, you you don't have to like me, you know what I mean? Some people just don't. Like, yeah. that's fine. And I don't take that personally, you know what I mean? It's totally okay if I don't make you laugh. Just mm. don't come to my show. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would like you to laugh. And I do, like, in my heart of hearts, want everyone to like me. Right. Because that's just my neediness. But, you know. I'm curious. You know, you've been all over. So what... um. Is there a city that has a better sense of humor than another? Like, I feel like there's got to be some cities that are a little more uptight, right? Vermont. Vermont's better I'm sense sorry, of humor? sorry, Vermont. This is Aaron Vermont. <laughs> I did not like you, Vermont. I oh, said so they were more uptight. They were uptight, but they're also the most liberal. Yeah. <laughs> so they're so liberal that you can't make fun of anything because everything's offensive. Uh, that's it, no fun. No, it's not <laughs> fun. I'm like, listen, like, it's not, you know, and I'm talking about me and like, oh, no, you can't do that joke. No, 
Sorry, we're not going to laugh at that. No, nope. <laughs> we have white guilt. We can't laugh at that either. Like it's just not. They were really uptight. I'm like, let loose. You know what I mean? It's kind of a ritzy. You might laugh. You might laugh in your own home about the stuff I'm talking about, but you're not going to laugh at a show around other people because you think they're going to probably. Yeah, yeah, and that happens a lot. You know. Especially like family shows or workplace shows because people are looking around to see who's laughing at what mm. and if they're going to be judged for laughing at something. It's, mm-hmm. it's very, the dynamic of audience is very interesting. I find the most, the best audiences are the ones that are mixed in age and race. Um, they're the best audiences. So you don't do bar mitzvahs? <laughs> I have done a synagogue on a Sunday morning. <laughs> And it, it was like a, a male retreat of some sort and they wanted, co- and I was like, why am I being hired for this? <laughs> I was like, and I told the guy who hired me, I was like, listen, um, you've seen my act. Why? <laughs> why? And, and I'm, I tried to talk, I'll, I'll do that sometimes. I'll try to talk people out of booking me, but it was good money. And I was like, listen, be really sure. He's like, yeah, <laughs> raunch it up. I'm like, great. Did you do the boop joke? I don't know if I had written that joke by that. Uh, point but i mean i've done some crazy crazy shows and um i have to say vermont is the only geographical place that i found difficulty um down south is great the east coast is great it's definitely more aggressive Mm -hmm. jersey pennsylvania new york that's tri-state yeah i think i was gonna say the tri-state area feels like has a good core of comedy it does for sure but then the midwest they're super nice but they are ready to laugh they're very polite people you know right. in minnesota <laughs> you know and wisconsin and cheese and in the in the up of michigan the youpers it's basically canada you know yeah. i just heard that term for youpers? the first time youpers like maybe three or four weeks ago yeah i was I in the sioux the which time. is the sioux saint marie they call it the sioux s-i-o-u-x right no uh, spelled like salt, S A U L T. Salt. I well, I was saying salt Saint Marie because I don't know. I took French and it seemed like that would be the pronunciation, but yeah. it's not. Huh. Sue. And then actually they abbreviate everything S O O so that people like us pronounce it Sue. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it dumbed it down for us. Yeah, and, and the U P, <laughs> the Upers, and right. yeah. So I mean, everyone has their own different dynamic, but again, I find that if you are true to who you are. They'll all laugh at at equally. It, it's fascinating, you know. What yeah, I mean? you can it's tell just, when someone's being fake. Yeah, up there, definitely. Really show. And my thing is, we're all people. Right. I mean, we're we're we have a lot more in common than we have different. You know what I mean? Differences. So I, that's just kind of what I go for with you know with my comedy as well. But um, and I don't judge people. I feel I feel like it, when you start judging your audience a little bit, then it, then it takes away. You know, like if you call your audience dumb for not getting your jokes, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, they might be dumb, but they're just, it's just the way that they were brought up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Have a little empathy for an understanding and then you'll, you'll be able to tell that joke in a way that they do get it yeah, or right. whatever it is instead of judging and, you know, hating them for it. I find that stand-up comedy is very, I, I feel like sometimes I'm not like a regular stand-up comic in that way because I don't think I'm so... I try not to have an ego mm-hmm. about anything and try to just let that go away and, and be very humble. And that's probably part of the being in recovery thing. But I think it's made me a stronger comic. Mm. Are you familiar with Todd Glass? Yes. Are you? Um, 
you you mentioned earlier like doing the the synagogue and, and he he had yeah. mentioned um he he kind of feels that corporate gigs are probably the most lucrative as you said but, oh they are they pay but they're also the crazy. toughest because you kind of yeah. have to no you have to be a certain comic to do that yeah, i am not that comic <laughs> well that's what he said too like he said the same thing you got a, you got an offer for a corporate corporate gig to the same thing he's like have you seen my act before he's like do you really want me to do this and he tried to kind of like I don't want to say dumb it down, but you know, almost like that. So clean that, it up a little. Well, you have to, so yeah, you have to be squeaky clean, and you you have to not offend anyone. Well, he said he yeah, at all. No dick pics. Yeah, nothing. No nothing even babies. remotely risque could you do. Well, they in said a... he wanted they wanted him to be himself, but he felt on his own he needed to clean it up. So he went out there and he did you know a half hour, and he kind of he wasn't comfortable about it the whole no, time because you're changing. But then the guy came back and he said, he's like, you know, I, we're wondering why you weren't being you. Well, that's not, that, I'll tell you right now that that's not the norm. So whatever company that was that did that one corporate gig, mm-hmm. that is not the way. Well, he said that when there, he found you, out. You sign a rider of like the crazy contracts of things. Yeah, you know, yeah, all of that stuff. They're very, you know, specific. But he asked the guy, he said, when, I, when, he, when they found out that. You know, when he found out that he was allowed to be himself and say whatever he wanted and be his usual person, he's like, well, can I go, go back do it out? Again. <laughs> and he did. He went out and did like another 45 minutes set yeah. and it killed. Yeah. And that's so, great. Yeah. You know, yeah. I find a lot of comics will say yes to things that they're not appropriate for because of the money. So I really need this gig. I'll try to make myself fit in this position that I don't fit in. Mm. And I think that's doing a disservice not only to yourself as an artist, but, but to them, but to them yeah. you know. So, I mean, I'm not going to do children's shows. That's just not, <laughs> if you've seen I my clip. I don't think works very no, well with I don't think my DUI joke goes very well. <laughs> Um, Who hasn't had a DUI? <laughs> yeah? Come on, right? Uh, I'm yeah. not going to do cruise ships. If If... Usually, that's an example, too. In cruise ships, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll hire a comic, and you have to do a family show, an early family show, and you have to do a dirty show. I don't think any comic can do both really well. No. I think you could do one really well, and one, you can try your best. (laughs) I feel like you could phone in the family show and get away with it. Yeah, but that would just make me feel so dirty i just i feel like you're on a cruise i know and you're getting paid really well so that that's but that's what i mean you know and i've never been on a cruise oh really yeah i I haven't been on one in a while but try it do you get seasick at all no but i want to see land (laughs) like i feel weird if i'm out in the ocean and then i can't see land don't look out the window (laughs) <laughs> I could probably do that. There's though. casinos. I, just, I was going to say the yeah. casinos and the restaurants pool. and the pool and the water the, slide. Like, the food, up for it. food on cruises yeah. are, is yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm gluten, dairy, soy, and egg free, so and I don't drink. <laughs> well, So cruise <laughs> might not be. Most cruises are all-inclusive minus the alcohol, so actually yeah. that might work out for you. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But like those are the corporates, cruises, Churches, college, colleges yeah. are big money. Yeah. Um, and I'm more, I think I, I resonate more with sort of blue collar everyday people. Um, I've done weird shows though. I mean, I've done shows for like, I did a show for a hundred nudists. Really? So everyone's naked. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't naked because I was with two other comics. I'm like, if you guys weren't here, I maybe I'd try it, but, <laughs> but yeah. Where's that at? 
um, in Moton, Pennsylvania. Oh, so and it's, PA. and it's, yeah, and it's residential, like, so people were there year round being naked. Like, not, it wasn't just like a summer naked camp. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, it might be a bucket list. And it was interesting because no, my, really, huh? well, it was interesting because my comedy <laughs> might be, it's innuendo, but it's sexual in nature. Right. And their nudity is not sexualized at all. It's just very natural. It right. has nothing to do with like, you know, being sexy. You know what I mean? So it was fascinating. And I, like, I have issues, you know, with, with things like maybe being overweight or, you know, stuff in my act about that. They have no issues with any looks because they're freaking naked. Yeah. You know? So, and then they want to hug me after the show and that was weird. And I was just like trying to do that pat on the back oh, thing, yeah. you know? Like, Hips the air, out. The yeah. air hug. Yeah. The air afterwards. hug. I was like, oh, like a lot of eye contact, a lot Hips of, you out. know? So that was what, and they were a great audience though. They were really fun. Recovery audiences, I find to be the most grateful and awesome. Well, because um, they can relate to your material. Yeah. Well, like no, not only that, they are just, they haven't laughed for so long. You know what I yeah. mean? They, you know, when they you're, could use a good... when you're an addict and an alcoholic and you're suffering, like you forget what laughter is. You mm. forget what life is. You really do. So once you get sober and you want to do, and you want to do fun things, you're not boring just because you got sober. <laughs> you know, you still want to do fun stuff. Um, so the comedy's really great and they're just really big laughers. Has there been a um a joke that you've written and then you've done? And you're kind of maybe like questioning like, is this going too far? And then you do it and you're yes. like, yeah, that was going too far. I'm going to take that one back out. Yeah. You, well, no, because you can't take it once you do it. You well, can't. yeah, that's what I mean. Like you don't use it again. No, okay. I will use it again because I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but I might do it for a different audience or maybe I won't. I don't know. But yeah, I do have. Um, all right, I'll, should I tell you the joke? I probably I should, uh, might as well now. Uh, yeah, that's kind of how I am sometimes when I, I'm on stage. I'm like, you guys, are you gonna be okay with this? Like sometimes I'll ask their permission before I molest them with my dirty, <laughs> dirty humor. But um, so I talk about how I'm uh, I'm half Italian and half Greek, and that makes me a hundred percent hairy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I take, I take care of it, you know, an hour in a weed whacker in the morning. And I'm good. But I do like a little topiary action, like down, down in the nether region, you know, like I have my stylist is Edward Scissorhands. So I do like, you know, shapes and different things. But I, so I dated a Jewish guy who got really upset that I shaved my pubic hair in the shape of Hitler's mustache. <laughs> And then his penis was all Heil Klittler. So, <laughs> yes. See, so that's, that's the kind of reaction. Yeah. That's the joke. But that's, that's the kind of reaction the, you know you're going to get. And you'll never hear another comic say Klittler. Like, right. I should trademark that and put it on a shirt. Like, you're not. <laughs> but anyway, so it's not Hashtag really. It. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hashtag Klittler. Everyone <laughs> listening anything. right now, let's make it trend. <laughs> Hashtag Klittler. Maybe that should be the title. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe not. But, but so that's. And it's. Actually, I don't think it's that bad, but it definitely pushes them. No, I mean, them. it's one of those things that the yeah. first time it, it enters your brain, you're just like, oh, really? And then some you people, kinda, yeah. it sinks yeah. in and you laugh about some it. Some people yeah. laugh. Some people go, oh, and then laugh. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, some I, people think, oh, I can't laugh at that because I'm not sure why. Maybe it's anti-Semitic. I don't even know. <laughs> I was, maybe because maybe get... she's talking about pubic hair. That's weird. I don't know. <laughs> so, a lot was just thrown at me. A right lot there. of it. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Should I be offended? There's a lot of things. Right yeah. I mean, that some, I think it's clever. People get offended by a lot. I <laughs> they mean, especially do. Especially nowadays. I have another one. Race. Right here. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Go for it. Well, and this really happened to me. So I had a, a boyfriend. I won't, I don't want to do the whole joke, but uh, his name is Vinod. And so he's Indian. Dot, not feather. Okay. Right? So, um, you have to clarify. <laughs> yeah. Well, the name, not casino Indian tech support. He was there you tech go. support. Uh, I yeah. like that comparison better. You like yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah. One. His name is Vinod. You might know him as David from AT&T. <laughs> uh, so, and these aren't on my clips on YouTube, <laughs> probably because I don't, I still want to work. But, um, so Vinod and I dated for a long time and, one time he asked me to do something weird and this is like three years into our relationship and we're having sex and he asked me to pee on him. <laughs> and that really, I mean, that's the true part of, that's how, like when you're writing a joke, I'm like, I have to write a joke about the Indian guy wanting me to pee on him during <laughs> sex. Like that's, I don't know if people will believe it, but it has now happened, right? So <laughs> anyway, so I didn't know anything about the whole golden showers thing and whatever. So I, I actually had to look it up because I wanted to know if it had to do with him being Indian. And it turns out that I was right. He wanted me to pee on him because it's the only way to get that curry smell out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's another one that kind of pushes the envelope a little. Yeah. That's, I can, well, I mean, yeah, that's why you don't put it on YouTube because people do get offended. And yeah, that's something or, you or keep they'll just house. be like, oh, she's too, yeah. she's too much of a risk to hire because she, I, I won't do that joke all the time. Right. And I, I think people, I'll do people, it for racist crowds. Yeah. But I, was I, won't. Say, I think a lot of people find that stuff funny. They just don't, sometimes, like you said before, that they don't think it's politically correct to like laugh at. It. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, if you watch it or think about it back at home, you're like, that was hilarious. Yeah. But you're like around your... Wasn't that the joke that Amy Schumer had gotten, sort of, she apologized for? She said she used to date Hispanic guys, but now she prefers consensual or something, yeah. right? <laughs> something yeah. like that. So like, and then she apologized for it. And I'm like... Eh. If you have to apologize for the joke, it kind of, it takes away from it. I right. think only if you're sincere in your apology should you apologize. I mean, if you really hurt somebody and you feel bad about it, mm. by all means, yeah. like you should apologize. Yeah, maybe, mean... maybe don't do it... F- you, do it to that person or somebody who has been hurt by it, but I don't think you need to make a big spectacle. You don't need to hold spectacle. a press conference yeah. to, to apologize. Right. Absolutely, yeah. So, so well, yeah. The same thing with offend- like the, the rape jokes or like abortion jokes or whatever, you know, like, listen, people get offended. Okay. Yeah. Do do what you got to do as a comic. Like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be restricted, you know what I mean? Because you know, well, that was like that one right e- weekly update joke oh my God. that I thought about if i wanted to do it or not because yeah, you even it. asked me afterwards like should i leave this in like yeah leave it in. well yeah i did it after we recorded i was like if you want to take that out if you think it's going to be a problem <laughs> yeah you can take it out i mean if you're working for disney it's right uh, it's understood that you should fall in line with a certain yeah yeah you know you have certain restrictions because you signed a contract and you work for a company yeah, no, that, no, you know what i mean no but disney when you're employee can say clearly when right <laughs> i yeah name of my sitcom Uh, but yeah i mean if you're in front of 100 nudists why not you know what i mean like if that audience you have to be able to you would have to say that (laughs) you have to be able to read an audience you know so if you're if you're a professional and you're a good stand-up comic and you want to do a joke that's a little more racy and you can read the audience and they're gonna laugh at it then go for it you know if not and you want to do it anyway that's up to you i try to do stuff that works 
because I it's that ego thing because some comics do have like a big ego and they just do it for them and they really don't care if you laugh or not. I care if you laugh because yeah. I want to be asked back and I want right. you to be happy. I want you to be happy that you paid for a $20 ticket and you laughed and you had a good time and you went away feeling better and happier, you know? Yeah. I think that's what I do is a good job, you know? So rather than offend people on YouTube, you'd rather just wait and offend them in person. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. I really don't. I mean, people are going to be offended whether you want to offend them yeah. or not, I, but I don't go out of people my way. People get offended over the boop joke. Oh, sure. I know we keep bringing up the same thing. Small penis guys. <laughs> They'll be like, I don't, I am against this boopage. <laughs> They'll be picketing outside of my <laughs> tiny little signs. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, people are gonna be offended no matter. I just don't go out of my way, right, yeah. to do a joke to offend somebody or because I love the joke so much. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. Some, some people would be like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. I'm not a shock person. <laughs> I'm really not. I'm a sweetheart. I'm a nice person. I think Probably we can too tell. Nice. Yeah. Can you? I think so. Cool. I mean, she did talk about how she reads books and watches shows about serial killers, but. It's right. Well, I mean, we'll see if we make it out of the studio alive. <laughs> That's but right. She's at least nice about it. I'll be hosting next week's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if, all, if all goes well, we're tied up in the closet. That's a tied good. Up. I'm not. I was about to say that's lies. a good. That's a good time for me. I don't, I don't <laughs> you guys tired? You guys no, look like you're no, ready. No, not tired. No, but we only do a like, lull. We only do like an hour and a half podcast, and we're already up to like six hours. <laughs> like an hour and <laughs> yeah, we can. Wrap. Oh, not that I care. It's just. Doesn't bother me at all. Well, we can have can wrap for I, now, and I think we should have you back on at some point. That'd be fun. We could Skype that time if you want, if that's easier. <laughs> I for like you. it in here. <laughs> I feel professional. Yes, but we're kind of intimidated now to be in a closed room. Hold <laughs> because... on, I see. I'm gonna be honest. I forgot that there was a light switch over there. That's why these lights aren't on. Oh, in case you're wondering why it's a little darker in here. Yeah, because then when the motion... Now nobody can see me the mo- kill you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the room is dark. Just the one neon light yeah. that they'll see. Which I think that turns off, too. Uh, There's a blue pool with tab on top. Yeah, I Again, visuals that. do not work that well <laughs> on a podcast. Picture, if you will, a neon sign that says WDSR <laughs> with a button on the top that'll turn it off. That do it? Okay. Easy enough. <laughs> Master of imagery, you are. Yeah, you know, <laughs> podcasting is my true call. <laughs> Stand-up comedy is not. And a face for radio. Yes. <laughs> I said you're both pretty. <laughs> uh, well, we'll I'll agree with half of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, your Twitter is at... At, at the Liz at Russo. At Liz Gorman. Gorman. Why Gorman. do you keep saying Gorman? I was like, who's that? Who's I don't know. Liz Gorman. I, I have that last name. It's Russo. I don't know why. It's we talked to Bern Gorman before. Maybe that's what it is. Like, I don't know why. It's a while Bernie's ago, though. Yeah. He's not a stand-up comedian. No, and I we I think it's because we had the story that his show got renewed, and I, for some reason I just have that like burned into my head. Try to focus. I know. All right, The Liz Russo <laughs> on Twitter. At <laughs> The Liz Russo. And because it... LizRusso.com was uh, taken. I like had let it go and lapse, and so someone's trying to sell it back to me for like thousands of dollars, what? and I'm like, listen. I'll just put a though in front of I was in yeah. Duluth. So, uh, <laughs> no offense, Duluth, if you're listening. Hashtag Duluth. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Hashtag uh, my website is the Liz Russo. T H E L I Z R U S S O dot com. Do you do Instagram and everything like that too? Or just I do like, Instagram. Yeah. Same thing. Um, at, Facebook. Everything's pretty much branded at the Liz Russo. Mm. Uh, do I say the or the? Either way. I've done the Liz Russo. Both before, yeah. The Liz Russo. 
Sounds more Either prestigious. Way. Yeah. To say the Liz the Liz 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 I feel like you should have a British yeah. accent if you're saying the Liz Russo. <laughs> the Liz <laughs> Uh yeah, Instagram. What else do I have? Facebook. Facebook. Facebook page. Facebook. Snapchat. My fan page. I would love. I'm obsessed with getting likes on my fan page. Well, I'm like have. three thousand or something. What else do I have? LinkedIn. Google you have Plus. Link. You have a LinkedIn. I do. <laughs> and it's on your Pinterest. business cards. I do. Here, I just made these new ones. That's a thick wow, business that card. Thick. It's huge. I know. That's some heavy card stock. It's not what I envisioned. <laughs> That is but. so much bigger than mine. <laughs> They're called. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting nope, for it. I'm not letting it's you touch right. this audio. I got my business cards. <laughs> Originally, I got them from Moo.com, which I love uh, their service, but they got expensive. Now I have to get mine out. So now I went through Zazzle, and this is my second run, and I decided to pick the ones that said chubby because I thought, I'm chubby. <laughs> I want my business cards to also be chubby. It's a difference. I know. I know. God, it's like a. <laughs> I can't even put this in my wallet. I know. <laughs> and I have 500 to give away now, so. There you, you ever, go. Have you ever put together a CD or anything like that? No. Or have in, any interest in doing it? No. Well, we have a studio. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, well, it's got to be tough. I was going to say, I would think you, if you're doing a CD, you'd have to record it from one of your shows. Yeah. Yeah. That's so how I'd they probably do it. DVD more than a CD, but I don't know what would sell more. A lot of times on the road, people have sell merchandise. I had tote bags for a little while. I had a tagline for one of my jokes and me in a my caricature in cow print lingerie, which is also one of my jokes. And people bought those, but I can't afford to buy new ones. You need a hashtag so boop I didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah, well, I was thinking about doing that, especially with the hashtag, because then people could follow me and hashtag and yeah, have right. a trend and. I mean that, and that's part of this business too. Doing the social media, it's it's huge. You know what I mean? Um, and like I'm I'm headlining uh, the Funny Bone in Hartford um, on Thursday, August 27th, and that's a big deal. And I know that Funny Business, I mean, uh, the Funny Bone will watch like tweets and stuff like that, so they'll see if I can draw people out. And then you go from there to being a feature on weekends and all over the country. They do the improvs, the funny bones. So it's just you try to get that momentum of like doing one thing that will lead to the next thing and leads right. to the next thing. Yeah. But it's a uh, social. Yeah, a social media definitely changed the game. It does. In a lot of ways. A lot. I mean, of even ways. as a podcast. Yeah. I mean, it. we've reached people, I mean, what, in Colombia? Australia. Australia. Yeah. Because some of the people we've had on were on Twitter. Mm-hmm. They would retweet it, yeah. And they're from Colombia, so everybody that knows them back home getting. You never think like I mean, without social media, we'd probably have five listeners, all family members. <laughs> yeah, they'd all just be our friends. <laughs> Some of our yeah. friends wouldn't even be listening. That's true. Yeah. Some of our friends only listen because we have so many listeners. I'd have now. to text them. <laughs> Download this podcast. That's right. Yeah, I mean, we need more subscribers, and I haven't even done that many podcasts. Um, but I, I did two others other than this one that in their in the DC area, and I just skyped those. But um, so we're your first Pennsylvania podcast. Totally, hometown. Yes. Podcast. I like it. There you go. Sure. To do it. Close enough. Yeah, yeah this is that. only LV. twenty yeah. minutes from Easton. You get here. Yeah. 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 We're gonna be in Easton in November. Yeah, Colin, uh, Colin Mockery and Brad Sherwood. That's awesome. We'll be at the State Theater, so we'll be going to that. That's so awesome. Got invites. I'm such a Who's Line fan too. I would totally geek out. 
Well, yeah, they they I mean, like, changed questions it. Questions only. Go. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I would they just changed like, it. Just and more scenes from a hat. Oh my god! I'd be oh, so scenes sad. from the hat, so good. Yeah. I think that's what made me think. Like, if I had to do anything, it'd be improv. Because scenes of a hat from a hat. Like, yeah. I like to play along at home sometimes. So like cool. they'll do a thing, and not all of them. I can't think of something, but some of them, I'm like, oh, let me think of some some stuff that I think's funny. Yeah, that's all it counts. I, I think improv is great. Like you should definitely like. You can even take a class at Steel Stacks. They True. have, yeah, they uh, do have comedy classes. classes and stuff. And uh, I think it helps in other areas of life in general, improv mm-hmm. comedy. So, I mean, I highly suggest it. It can make you more of an outgoing person. In, it I can. Think so. I think yeah, they I do a lot so. of it in team building, you mm-hmm. know, with, in corporate stuff. And, um, and if you're doing speeches or you know or anything really it can it makes you more agreeable too because yeah. you do that yes <laughs> and you know what i mean so mm-hmm. <laughs> read amy poehler's book she'll tell you all about it i feel like i'm promoting a lot of other people that's fine you're promoting yourself the yes that's my website <laughs> <laughs> look am. for her book coming out. <laughs> coming out soon. one of these days and yeah. hopefully when you're listening to this you've been to your show well, not so. you. You've obviously been to your show, but our listeners have been to your show. I'm to phone uh, it in. And so, show or shows. <laughs> or shows, yeah. yes. Yeah, when so are you coming say, back oh, and in I, I, uh, Here's another thing that's local. If people, You have a lot of local listeners? A fair amount, yeah. yeah. Philly and, and this area. Okay. Well, in Easton, I, I also host trivia every Wednesday. Really? Um, starting back up tomorrow. That's how Adam and I met. So, that is. Really? I used, to, I used to host trivia in that Cool. Time. Yeah, I'm, I host at Rivals. Um, which is right down the block from my house. You guys are cut from the same cloth. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> We're twinsies. <laughs> Trivia and prison. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's some interesting combination. You know? And cats. Okay. Yeah. There's the cats. cats. He has more cats than me. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Time for cat intervention. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Trivia every Wednesday at Rivals in downtown Easton. You can check that when out. When you're not traveling, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> or do you Skype it? I try. <laughs> I could. Um, I try to. That's kind of like my day job. It's like my one weekly gig, you know. <laughs> so I'm like, uh, and they feed me wings. So oh, that's it's pretty awesome. That's a good gig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I try to at least do that every Wednesday, unless I'm if I am traveling, they'll let me off for a week, and I need a, a substitute to come in. So if you ever want to, there you go, there you go, Ben. I just do like a there PowerPoint you. thing, and you just go through it and have the microphone and make jokes and host stuff. Eee, make jokes, sorry. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is very nice too. I get a lot of regulars. When's the next time? It's you'll... not exactly like Stephen Boss, who is like the king of all trivia in the Lehigh Valley, uh, <laughs> but he's very serious and he is very smart. And I'm just more like it's a game night in your living room. That's yeah. what. But in a bar. That's how I was. That's too. How yeah. Was too. Yeah. Nobody so. takes trivia seriously. Like it's a fun. So many people do that. There's like some hardcore trivia people really? out there. Oh my! I God. would always try and change things up too. Like I did different categories all the time. Yeah. I would have t- I would have rounds where I would come around to pick up like answer sheets and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'd give you a topic, and if you could throw a question at me and stump me, I gave you more points. Okay. Or yeah, uh, team I, names got, I based my got bonus points. I based and, my game on um, pub trivia, which is an actual like board game that you can buy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, the f- I based the format on that, and then I make made my own little PowerPoint presentation to do all the 
stuff and and it goes on all the TVs at Rivals so it's like it's on like a huge jumbotron and yeah, it's, so it's that. a lot of it's, it's a lot just of fun. microphone and my questions and that was about it I need visuals yeah sometimes I'll do music questions and yeah. stuff and yeah what was it fun. um sometimes you'll play like Come a clip from a a movie no like well yeah but like uh the, the TV beginning show. of a TV show the TV show theme songs yeah, yeah, were yeah. always a popular round. yeah that was a fun one did you ever play the perfect strangers one? Oh my god yes <sighs> It's my favorite theme song, I think. I had over like 500 television theme songs. I still have them, but yeah. I would, had enough that I could do different ones. Like every we should week do like whenever. a Quizzo podcast somehow. Episode of the podcast. We could do that. That'd be cool. I actually thought about doing the TV show theme songs with you and Steve. Yeah, I would fail at that. Bring Liz on too and just see how many she can get. None. As long as you play Perfect Stranger, <laughs> she'll get at least sure one. At least one, yeah. <laughs> I am I a good TV, avid TV watcher for sure. What are you watching now? Mm, Rectify is a really good show on Sundance. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have Sundance. Yeah, I, I didn't think, think I did either. I and then I found it. it uh, but I had watched previous ones on like, uh, I don't know, Amazon or, one okay. or Netflix or something. Yeah, one of the streaming ones. Yeah. Um, what else do I watch? It's summer, so not yeah, a whole lot, lot of stuff. Yeah. America's Got Talent. Ray Donovan. I do not watch <laughs> AGT anymore. If I'm not on it, I don't really want to watch it. <laughs> if I, I'll watch if I know a comedian. What about last And I'll support them. I, uh. Roseanne's a judge. Roseanne Barr. Yeah. The thing is, I'm not convincing her. <laughs> you auditioned for Last Comic Standing. Too, no, because I don't have an agent, and you need an agent mm. pretty much to get you the open call audition really? for. Yeah, different producers have taken over the show over different seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it seems but like yeah, the, the format first changes every season it comes back. Yeah, and this this one is great because it's Wanda Sykes who's producing it, and, and she's awesome. But and Norm is a great judge. Yeah, too. I mean, and it's all Norm great. McDonald? Yeah, oh, I didn't know he was a judge. It's it's all. Great, and I definitely, I love when the comics are on there, and I hope, you know, that they get something from it, and they go on to be huge, and, like, Mike Gaffney, he's the headliner um, on Saturday, on last Saturday's show, <laughs> if you're traveling back through time, uh, for Easton, and, and I, you know, he's great, and he was on Last Comic Standing, and, you know, he definitely has gotten a bump in his career, I think, from yeah. from all of that. I think that's where Amy Which, Schumer started was Last Comic Standing, too. I know she was on it. She might not have won it, but I know really? she was on it. Yeah, I don't know. Or really? very, very early on, like season one or two. Yeah, I don't know. But it's all very convoluted. It's all very staged. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not really a reality show. Per se. Per se. Because, <laughs> I mean, behind the scenes is a lot of, you know, staging and a lot of, you know, who's going to get what. And, of course, they look for, all right, we need... One white girl, we need, you know, probably Jewish. We need a, a big black girl. We need a black dude. We need a gay guy. We need, you know, so yeah. they pick from all those different things and it's, it's almost casted. Right. It's almost a casting. Yeah. So like if they already have a white girl. You're like, oh, and all of them, all of them are already working comics. So someone like me who's driving to and from Duluth. <laughs> It's not necessarily going to get on the show and become a big star. Like David, you uh, want to happen, you it's know. Not like you want got talent. Or... It's not that either. That's also which is not good for comic because you have to totally clean it up. Family TV, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, no. But you know what? I think everyone has their own path, and whatever's meant to be will be. So I mean, I don't, I don't think a show like a contest show is really where I'm gonna make my 
name for mm-hmm. myself. You right. know what I mean? I mean, it gets you some more exposure, but, you know, if you're good, you're good. Yeah. You know, and I think that'll show over time. I mean, it does take time. David Hutzberger, who we talked to, was on that last comic standing. Was he really? Yeah, now he hosts, um, it's called Reactor on Sci-Fi. Mm-hmm. It's like a... Talk soup. For yeah, it's like section. a talk soupish kind of thing, cool. you know, where they pick clips. Like a Do Tosh. You know that's the one, uh, talk soup is the one show I requested when I got TV time in jail. Really? Yeah. Friday, it all comes back Fridays around. At, Fridays at nine or whenever it was. I was like, we're going to watch talk soup because now I have seniority and I can pick the TV time. <laughs> and then I got to meet at the Laugh Your Asheville Off Festival in 2013. I got to meet the producer of talk soup and I told him. That I made everyone watch it in jail. <laughs> he well, thought it was awesome. So to kind of figure out when <laughs> isn't you were that in, strange? How meta is that? It's just to, very weird. To kind of figure out when you were in jail without actually telling. Oh, us. Oh, 2007. Oh, all right. And well, never through, mind. You just ruined what I was going to do. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to ask you who was the host of Talk Soup when I you think were it was in. Still. So it was Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Was it Joel? Okay. Someone hosted it. Nope. No. Someone different. Well, no. Joel still does it, but it oh. wasn't yeah. always Joel. Oh. No, I, mean, I didn't know that. Greg Kinnear did it he, for a while. Yeah. Joel performed here so before. So did Aisha at Tyler. Yeah. Uh, 2007 to 2008 was when I was actually in the facility. Wait, Aisha Tyler was? She was. Yes. Really? She's awesome. We'll have her on soon enough. I like the girl from uh, Boy Meets World. Was uh, She did like Topanga? a... Topanga? Yeah, Topanga did... Um, Danielle Fisher. Yes. Right. Very good. Is that another crush? <laughs> no. no. Maybe when I was younger. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Winnie Cooper? Oh, that was no. one for me. Yeah. All right. We're probably more in the same age. I don't know how old everyone is. Um, 35. 28. <laughs> yeah, you're too young. 30, <laughs> I 37. Watched. I'm the oldest one here. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Recently 37? Or? Yeah, but you have more cats. I win. Yep. That is. I can't be the oldest and hey, have the most cats. That is 100%. Accurate. I have a story as to why I have four cats. He collects them. <laughs> They come up off the street. Every, <laughs> just, every time he kills a girlfriend, come here. I keep her cat. I keep her cat. No, it's like a trophy. At least he doesn't read about serial killers. <laughs> See, now he's brought it back to serial killers. All right, I'll stop oh, talking. We can. I once. It up. <laughs> and speaking of cats and straight cats, there is a lady, and this is going back to something I don't even know if I've ever talked about on the podcast. But I used to do nine one one dispatching okay. and call taking, and a lady called to. Scary. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I did have to do night shift, though, which sucked. But uh, there was a lady who called to complain that there was a stray cat on our porch. And she was like, yeah, I fed it and thought it would go away, <laughs> but it keeps coming back. <laughs> like, no shit. <laughs> uh... Which I found out was Ben, actually. It was and he not. just collects them it. now. 911, what's your emergency? No, if I'm calling There's something cute and fluffy, and it's right outside my door. <laughs> Make it stop. I fed it. <laughs> thought it wanted food, and it would go away. It Turns out go away. it needs more. If I'm calling 911 at 3 a.m., it's because I can't reach the remote. <laughs> okay. That is an emergency. Yeah, you go to bed. It is. <laughs> my remote doesn't work. The battery's died. Oh, that's the worst. People call for the weirdest <laughs> things. I'm not going to get into it, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's another time yeah holy crap i just looked at the time do you want to wrap up is that what you we can wrap i can keep doing this i can keep going for a while we can wrap, man. We do we... who who knows what's gonna air oh the whole thing will i'm air. gonna edit what? this entire no, thing no, you're gonna edit it right we never edit our interview i'll edit a little part we? where you like looked at the clock last time talked about... and probably this part <laughs> talked about the number of cats that i had 
No, I'll keep that. No, I figured as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We love talking to comics. It's just so it's especially somebody We're an who's interesting local and... group of people. Steel Stacks has been a great. I mean, obviously they're helpful over there, but I mean that's been a great revival of that area. Yeah. And and lately they've been getting some really. Really great people. I mean, we've had it's definitely growing between the sands too, right? You know, I yeah. Mean... We don't quite have an in yet with the sands, but mm-hmm. but steel stacks. I mean, I can just look at the calendar and be like, "Oh, these are some really funny people. Let me get them on the podcast." That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to we'll have you we'll have you on again well, when you come back locally. When it when yeah, you're coming I'm back try- to like I'm a local. Actually, trying to get um get something, and I have I have no investment in it. It's just something that I think it would be cool. But there's a documentary called "Be a Man." And it's about a stand-up comic before the birth of his son and um, what it means to be a man. Mm-hmm. So he kind of goes that. So, um, but it's him and another comedian. So at Steel Stack, since, you know, at the Frank Banco El House Cinemas, you know, you, you can show the documentary and then have the guys also perform mm-hmm. other stand-up comedy. They'd be great guys to have on your podcast as well. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get Ryan Hill to, to get them out here and, and put that together. So I hope it happens. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. We'll definitely love to have one. Yeah, it's very Get cool. Get in the studio, too. Well, I, like we said, we hope everybody went out and saw you. I hope at this so. point, you know, you haven't even performed yet. So I know. We're sure it's going to be a good show. If not, go to thelizrusso.com to see when she's coming to a place near you. You can do this. I never said I couldn't. <laughs> I prefer you to do it. Yeah, I know. So, but, yeah, thanks again. This was uh, a lot of fun and probably one of our longest interviews yet. <laughs> So, which is fine. <laughs> is that not that's a good an issue thing. at all? It's really? a good thing. Yes. <laughs> but really, yeah, that's a good. <laughs> if we were a half hour in, and we we're like, oh, let's wrap this up. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> she won't leave. <laughs> she keeps Stop talking, talking about dick pics. <laughs> no, I think that's the moment we were just like, oh, all right, this just got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh, that book. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not oh. gonna look at that. I was going to say, I think I'm going to have oh, to find the, oh, I immediately oh, yeah. regretted saying that after I did. I was like, wait. You're keeping that in the podcast, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I will. No, I probably um, won't make the book. <laughs> yeah, when I said I was like, you know what? That was mm-hmm. uh, not correct. I immediately regret <laughs> that decision. <laughs> oh, this so. is fun, guys. Yeah. I, I, I don't get out much, so thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks unless for talking to me. That's why I went That's why I went so long, because <laughs> I did 19 hours in the car by myself. I had no one to talk to. Human contact. You take one of the cats. So I'm just... Take the cats verbal with you vomiting the at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is do you have cats a cats won't travel in the car? <laughs> no, they won't even travel on the leash. They won't be my roadies. I ask them, but they won't. <laughs> I just leave them pizza money. And say to have a party and that. <laughs> just clean up. Yeah, just clean up. Is there? Um, are you scheduled to come back around here anytime soon? I don't. I don't think I have anything local. All right. Well, let us know when you do. I will. <laughs> we'll for sure. A have you back on and B uh, let people know. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, we are going to take another we'll break. See you next week. That's <laughs> our whole podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but no, we are going to take another break, and we'll be back right after this.